ground today takes everything you got taking a break from brown girl worries let's all drink up a shot wouldn't you like to get away Assimilation where butchers put all the blame You wanna be where you can see Problemas are all the same Assimilation where butchers put all the blame Happy Pride Month! It Happy is Happy Pride! The Butcher Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And this is Episodio Quince. Our quinceañera. It is our quinceañera. Did you have one? You did not. I did not. No, my mom said we're not that kind of Mexicans. And she said if I wanted a car, she stopped bitching about it. So I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you have your quinceañera that you always wanted. I'm your chambelan. Hello. Hi. I don't don't know any of the dances. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's perfect. We could just sit it out. We're going to do the exchange of one shoe to another to mark that our podcast has now moved on and into a new phase of its life and into adulthood. Wow, it's a full-grown podcast? Mm. Yay. Aw, <laughs> that's sweet. iTunes is not going to get this. Wait, what? Quince, what? What is that? <laughs> Qu- I know what quince is. It's a fruit. No. Who says that with the letter Q? Remember that? <laughs> Quiche. Quince. <laughs> Quail. Oh, I liked that movie. <laughs> that was a great movie, and this is an even better podcast. <gasps> it is. So it is our 15th episode of the Bocha Podcast. We are in June of 2020. We have to give ourselves these reminders, Charlene, because <laughs> because of quarantine, still. It, it feels like a decade has passed, and we are still not in the same house. Or no. office or anything really. We no. just happen to be in the same state at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The state of happiness. Wow. Right? The state of sobriety. <laughs> huh. So says you. <laughs> so um, before we get into our show tonight, um, and in our show tonight, we are going to, you know, talk about some current events because Black Lives Matter protests, um, shooting deaths in the last several months have occurred. It's it's on not even just our radar. It's visibly everywhere, including in mm-hmm. our city of Las Cruces. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to go over some of the problematic of why can't they just protest peacefully? And mm-hmm. we will have a que hay de nuevo where we're going to talk about some new accessories because of COVID. But before we get into that, how have you been? Okay. Um, I still feel like I'm riding the roller coaster of emotions. Uh, you know, whoever started the fucking game of Jumanji in 2020 has not finished. 
So every day is I'm waiting for the locusts to descend upon us. And uh, I'm just tired, emotionally exhausted. Like, I don't have the energy for extra shit right now. I have unfollowed a record amount of people on social media. And uh, yeah, I just feel like the need to cleanse, get rid of shit. I have been burning sage and Palo Santo. I think I need to just do it a bonfire, do a bonfire of Palo Santo and sage. Cause this <laughs> That's is just not, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping. It really, I mean, it, it might be, it could be worse, I guess if I wasn't. Imagine. So yeah, knock wood. Let's, yeah. you know, just count our blessings. And like you, I've been doing the roller coaster, except today I had an epiphany. And I've used mm. this I've used this metaphor before, but when I think of a roller coaster, it's like there's someone else at the controls doing the speed or letting the carts go as as the next group of individuals gets in. So I'm choosing to really, really lean into seeing this as surfing. There are some uncontrollable waves, but I get to control on my mm. surfboard how I handle the waves, whether I need to paddle out, whether I need to just sit it out and sit on my surfboard. And I've used that metaphor before, but really now, like to, today when, you know, earlier I was doing a check-in and, and people kept saying that the roller coaster, and I was like, no, that feels so out of my hands. And I know that there are some things that I can control in this world, like how much I drink to cope with this or what I'm watching or mm, how much mm -hmm. exercise I'm doing or how much laughter Reading the I'm comments. Having. Or, yeah, I did have to stay away from comments. I did a day away. Mm -hmm. I'll probably have to do that again because like you, I've gotten rid of a couple people. They, they got voted off the island. No, oh, I've done more than, a, I do a couple people an hour at this point. <laughs> are you unfollowing or are you unfriending? Unfriend, unfollow, un you're dead to me whatever <laughs> done bye don't fucking talk to me don't come in my real space my fake space my virtual space bye i don't have the energy and is it over like the black lives matter movement specifically or it's about the i'm a closet fucking racist and now i'm emboldened to say shit I really have just had enough and I, um, yeah, I'm just feeling it. And I, I don't, because I don't have the energy, I cannot hold people in their ignorance. I cannot hold people in, well, they just haven't been exposed. I can't hold people in any of that right now. And so I'm just unfollowing because I, I guess in a way like you, I'm trying to figure out what I do have control over. Cause I've been really tempted to just delete my social media stuff but there are parts of it that I do enjoy. So instead, I'm like, what the hell? I have a choice to get rid of the people that annoy the shit out of me. So bye. And you do have levels. There is just unfollow. And then there is like cut all ties on friend depending on. But in, in situations like these that are, that are divisive, and they shouldn't be. I want to be clear about that. The Black Lives Matter has brought out, the current Black Lives Matter protests have brought out um, more vocal racism than in previous protests that have happened. And, you know, you do have those options on at least Facebook, maybe not in real life with family members, but you do have those options on Facebook. But it has brought out a lot of that 
unwanted negativity or just plain out ass hattery mm-hmm. and shittery, bullshittery mm-hmm. that you don't need in your life. And it's different. I mean, these are not people that I see on a daily. These are not, these are acquaintances and virtual acquaintances that I occasionally would have, you know, scroll through and see some things. I, I'm not talking about family who I feel like it could be worth it to have a conversation. These are people, it's not even worth it to have a conversation. So I don't need to see you in any way, shape or form. Very true. And we are talking about the current events that have been happening. And we have, um, Charlene, we've talked about anti-blackness in the Latinx community before. We mm-hmm. we t- touched on it in our February episodio. Mm-hmm. And to that end, we talked about some of the racism within the Latinx community, the the idea of mejorándose in the Latinx mm-hmm. community, which is very rooted in racism, right? A little bit on our privilege and our skin tone. But, you know, as of late, there have been larger and larger and more in-depth conversations about anti-blackness in the Latinx community, which isn't just, oh, it's there, now it's, Let's take it two steps further, maybe, do you think? I do. Yeah, it's there, and what do we do now? Not just an acknowledgement like, oh, yes, this exists, but how can we break that cycle? How can we be part of the solution? How can we acknowledge how we have benefited not only from whiteness, but from the movements led by Black people? And you mentioned benefiting from whiteness and one of the when I was kind of in my own self doing some deep thinking looking within my family um on both sides maternal and paternal the white passing latinx-ness that we have allows for those of us who do and can pass in both settings to dip in and out whenever we want, when almost mm-hmm. whenever it's convenient. Yes. And absolutely. Maybe we, maybe some people do it unconsciously. Some, maybe some people do it consciously, but it's done. And that trying to explain that facet of it and say that in and of itself is privilege mm-hmm. is difficult with with some people in our circles, right? Maybe family members, maybe friends, but being able to show that you're being able to walk these two lines is how privilege happens in your life. That's one way how privilege happens in your life. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, we did talk before about, um, about when we talk all the time about assimilation, but what we didn't talk about was that the reasons we were taught to assimilate, the reasons we were taught to learn English and not have an accent or marry lighter, have children with somebody who's lighter skinned is is to be closer to whiteness, to put yourself in the proximity of whiteness so that you could benefit from the power and influence that is held by that dominant culture. That is how this whole movement has made me think deeper about it. It's not, again, just that surface level acceptance of, yes, our grandparents wanted better for us. And so they push these ideals, ideas on us. It's 
why going deeper about why that happened and and yes that means that we have to swallow that pill of we can say oh i don't want to be called white on the census i don't want to check that box it hurts me to check that box because i'm brown and proud i feel that in my heart but i've also benefited from whiteness and that sucks but it's true and do you think this time around we're real the latinx community is really learning like i hope so have you had to have tough conversations with family as of late or friends or anyone as of late i just told you i unfollowed their ass (laughs) (laughs) well yes but i mean we both know that within our own families there has been some remarks um throughout our lives right no I, i can't i can't imagine that there would be any family that wouldn't that would be immune to that we have um i've i've had conversations not only with my children which I think is the first step because we have the opportunity to fully break that cycle and have them not even grow up with that, you know, Um, but also with my husband, um, definitely with my mom who is in total agreement. Sometimes I think she just says things in a way that is, uh, now we know better that it goes deeper. We can talk about it in a different way. So just kind of telling her, talking to her about those kinds of things. But absolutely, um, the conversations have, I've had a lot of conversations lately. You know, I'll have to credit Netflix, Netflix, because my mom has watched some of the documentaries, one in particular about the five gentlemen who were um, mm. convicted in New York and were actually uh, innocent of raping and murdering a woman in Central Park, the Central Park mm-hmm. Five. Mm-hmm. So she watched that and called me after and was like appalled, appalled that this mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. And so Netflix has first they've started up to um, several, um, like a whole section of or a collection of movies, documentaries that are about black history black context um you know just black content and they've made that on the forefront which is you know kind of at a bare minimum for netflix because really they should be investing more into poc kind of movies and Mm -hmm. and content but um like kudos to them for having some of that up there at a minimum i get it um because my mom did watch that and i'm hoping that other moms theas primas primos primexes watch that content and uh se aprende un foco like the light goes off for them mm-hmm. and that that's actually one thing that i did hear today in a conversation that black lives matter is the bare minimum minimum of of getting to a place where they have seats at the table they're included their voice is heard there is equity It, across the board as seen as human beings in a, in a construct that is so, you know, we, t- we toss around this word of colonization and colonized, right? Mm-hmm. But it's true. We, ha- we hold that so deep and carry that. And that's the basis of, of what the country is. 
Yes. Yes. And it's, um, it's, it's in our best interest to support this movement in full force right now, because I, the change is happening. There are changes happening and it's, people are listening, people are paying attention. Um, and if black people are seen as whole, if black people are not just seen for the convenient parts that we want to pull out and they actually begin, like you said, to be true equals and, you know, maternal and infant outcomes improve for black people, guess what? They improve for us too. If mass incarceration of black people stops, guess what? It stops for brown and indigenous people too. Mm -hmm. If all of that shit changes for the positive, we stand to benefit. This is about us. This is about us too. And it's okay to stand and support and push forward a movement that doesn't have your name in the front. Because you're going to benefit from it. Right. And neutrality or silence on this really is uh, you've acquiesced to the whole situation that it's okay to treat people in, in such a shit manner. At least Kat, IMHO. The new, the new thing right now is that people are talking about changing Paw Patrol. You know the kids' cartoon, Paw Patrol. They're little dogs. I'll go with they you on this, They all do these yes. little missions. The kids love freaking Paw Patrol. It's a multi-million dollar industry. It's very, very popular with kiddos. I don't know how many Paw Patrol birthday parties I've been to, to be honest with you. Anyways, one of the dogs, the character is a police officer. I don't know the whole story, but there are there has been a call to either have that particular character from the series removed or changed in some way. And again, I don't know the whole story, but there were people on my feed bitching about how this has gone too far and how they're trying to change up Paw Patrol and it's just ridiculous and all this kind of stuff. And at first I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's a cartoon. This is interesting. Why are people so worked up about it? But then I thought about two things. One, we know that representation matters. And when you spoon feed children messages, they grow up learning them. Like, be white because it's better. Be skinny because it's better. Be rich because it's better. We know this. Number two, black children black babies are being shot down in the fucking streets for having toys in their goddamn hand and you all were not fucking posting irate as hell about that shit so fuck you no no do you see how i'm angry and over it cat i told you i'm over it i'm angry <laughs> no it's good to be angry because mm. ang angry can can mean change and that that's actually a really good segue into the second part of this which is we have seen protests that have happened. They've um, escalated. And what I have for heard, even from within my family, is, mm -hmm. but if they would just protest mm -hmm. peacefully. Mm -hmm. And if you, like, love you to pieces, but if you're getting mad over, over how people are commenting about Paw, Paw Patrol, <laughs> like, really, how can we be 
upset that people are getting angry because they continue to die without any repercussions, without without any repercussions with the people who are doing the killing, without any accountability, without any change. Like, it keeps happening. It's so fucked up and cyclical. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, will, I will admit, I'm going to, I'll be completely honest in that, you know, we saw, uh, we're old, we're vieja enough <laughs> to have seen the Rodney King riots, right? Yes. So Rodney King, for those youngsters who are listening, who are joining, um, <laughs> Rodney King was pulled over by police. And this is the short version. I know that there's mm-hmm. a, you know, whatever other context, but the long and short of it is he was pulled over by police, beaten. Someone happened to catch it on camera. There was a trial, but all of the police officers, um, got off scot-free and when that verdict happened los angeles went lost like they got angry and they rebelled yep and at the time i was in high school so this was what 92 so i was uh, damn just kidding i was younger than i am now um Mm -hmm. but at the time i could not understand why there was looting and why yeah. buildings were burning i i could not in that moment call me dumb at the time call me ignorant innocent call me just whatever sure. in a bubble didn't. but sure. i didn't i really could not understand what, what was really going on i couldn't digest mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. fast forward 20 almost 20 30 years mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. and now i'm like having to uh, having to do my own sit down with my mom and just really really try to open her eyes in ways that she will understand why it is important that sometimes in a rebellion when you're angry you need to and you had mentioned something about a social contract to a clip to watch and you know I I watched it but I really want you to go into this oh because Trevor Noah is my celebrity boyfriend it used to be Ice Cube, but we had a breakup, and now <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to get over that OG life and move into uh, the intellectual life because I'm mature now. So, uh, yeah, Trevor Noah is my celebrity boyfriend, and he has this. Uh, my friend Maya, actually, who's out in Philly, told me you have to watch this, and um, he goes into this idea that there is a social contract. And and listen to it, watch it. It's amazing. But basically the breakdown is that we're all supposed to be living under these rules. But when you learn that the rules only apply conveniently and when the forces that are supposed to protect you are killing you and then being protected by that system and you are out, outside of it clearly – then there is no contract anymore. You have broken that contract. Therefore, I don't have to play by your rules anymore. And it makes me think about how many times have you heard somebody say, oh, if somebody hurt my kid, I'd be at their door with a shotgun. Somebody hurt my kid, I'd be, you know, I would be in jail for the rest of my fucking life. Well, guess what? People are acting on that because those are their children. When that man called for his mom 
while he was dying, literally his dying breath, you broke the fucking contract. And anybody who has children, who loves somebody, who has any empathy in their heart should fully understand the rage that should come from seeing a human being at the hands of the people that are supposed to protect us. And I get, you know, and I'm with you because we're learning too, Kat. We're not perfect. This all didn't come today because I'm with you. I understand saying like, why would you damage your own neighborhood? Why would you, there are people of color owned businesses that you're burning to the ground. Like those people didn't deserve it. Those people, I get that. But if you want to throw out little examples all the time of how this doesn't fit what you believe to make yourself comfortable, that's like the person that's always fucking talking about their team that hasn't won a championship in 32 years. Like it's old. Nobody wants to hear that shit anymore. You can always throw out one example, but that's done. This is a bigger picture. I know good cops, too. I do. I've been, because I was a victim of a very violent crime, I've had a lot of interaction with detectives, with police officers. I have police officers who are friends. They are good people, but they work in a system that was built on corruption, and they alone cannot overturn it. So it's our time. It's our turn to overturn that shit and make sure that there are other services. You know what? Because I love those people... I don't want them to have to be social workers. I don't want them to have to be caregivers. I don't want them to have to go into situations where they have no clue what's coming at them and where the people on the other end are not going to get resources, where it's purely punitive. There are just better ways to do shit. And it's only going to get undone if we undo it. Damn, I am angry. That was good, though. I'm angry. I don't know if your family has expressed this at all. I get on Zoom calls with the family nearly weekly, and that was something mm-hmm. that was expressed. And um, I wanted to choose my words carefully because I knew that I could be ready to pop off. Like, I, I was that angry. Like, it's easy for us when we can pass whenever we want to to be able to sit on the sidelines and say you're doing it wrong and it's not that bad and it also really depends how you explain a rebellion a revolution a riot depends on who's doing the rioting yes because there are some guys who freaking over taxes threw tea (laughs) in a in boston over the side of a ship they looted they rioted, but we call it a revolution. And we, we have a new country because of it. Exactly. And, and there was that, this... Yes. Keep and there going. was this dude who had 12 followers roaming around in a desert, going house to house and asking for food, didn't have a job, was an immigrant. And he went at the temple and he threw over the tables, but we call him a savior and he's Jesus. I was thinking about this, and you know what? In the movies, we cheer when the underdogs rise up and revolt, fucking Hunger Games style. We're, like, all about it, turn over the government, overthrow. But you know what? Right now, we're not doing that because black people aren't seen as that underdog. They're not worthy of the come up. We're not cheering for that shit, and we should be. Because guess what? In that scenario, we're the bad guys. 
The government is the bad guys. The people allowing this to happen for hundreds of years are the bad guys. And we don't want to swallow that pill that says, I was complicit in this treatment of human being. I was complicit in this. So, uh, if again, just if black people win, we win. Brown people win. Our liberation is tied to black liberation. Our female liberation is going to have to come out in that too because just black liberation doesn't mean female liberation. It doesn't mean that women folk are going to get all that too because that it goes in stages, right? We've seen it historically go in stages. So we're still going to have to push our way through and fight for that shit. That's still coming. That's round two. So I hope you're not, I hope you're doing your self-care because we ain't done. <laughs> we are not done. Oh, absolutely. And you know, because of rebellion, and I'm choosing to use the word rebellion, because of rebellions that have happened before, um, like Stonewall, how easy we forget that Stonewall was started by trans black women and other women yes. and, and other trans women of color throw in their high heels. They've had enough of police brutality. They locked them in the Stonewall Inn, tried to put some Molotov cocktails in there. Mm. They took out the parking meters and were trying to ram their way in. It was against police that they were doing this. How mm -hmm. easy we forget because mm -hmm. after that, after those nights of, of what we would call rioting, mm -hmm. then the, the white gay male took over in, and created the gay rights movement that we know today, which was really just surrounded on what is marriage. Mm -hmm. Everything else outside of that, it didn't matter your economic situation. It didn't matter like black people were dying at different rates, that mm -hmm. uh, lesbians even needed anything close to rights. It was all about a white gay movement after that. But what started yeah. it was black women, black trans women who really had had enough and in the 60s for voting rights that impacts more than just black people it necessitated we needed the the, the black movement to rebel for this and what does peaceful protest get you anyway ask colin kaepernick ask it, mlk it gets you assassinated it gets you jobless and left out of a career yeah. for kneeling we we act, I mean, like we act like peace is, well, peace is this palatable idea, right? If we could just all be nice to each other and do it the right way. But literally this country was taken and built on violence. Mm. <laughs> built on violence. Yes. Yes. But I will, you know, I'll circle back and say that it has taken a road for me to get from where I was in an assimilated like home with my my father had work nights as a u.s customs agent so law enforcement of of an aspect so kind of trying to follow law and order it has taken a journey mm -hmm. and you had said a couple a couple episodes ago which means that everybody should go back and listen to all of them so you can catch this one <laughs> but you said that oppression happens in so many different forms that in order to take our rights back, in order to have a movement, we have to do it in so many different ways. Yeah. It's not as articulate as you said it, but, you know, it's in there. So <laughs> for some of us, the journey long, but we're there and we're out, you know, protesting at whatever level we can. And we need those different levels of people being able to 
fight against that oppression. No, it's true. And it, you know, this is not an extreme point of view. This is just humanity. This is just empathy and paying attention. And, you know, we, you are a great protester, Kat. <laughs> you are so good. You got the chants down. You got the loud voice. You are like, you own that shit. I hate protests. I hate giant groups of people like that. It just makes me uncomfortable for all kinds of reasons. But I can commit in other ways, right? I can donate to black-led organizations, to movements within our own communities. I can talk to my kids so that we don't repeat this shit. I can talk to my family so that they're just better informed. I can read. I can learn. There is so much that I can do. Um, and and we, I can support you in going to protest. I can make you a sign and send it on your merry way. Like, there are ways we can engage without... going against what is authentic to us and how we move yes being authentic to yourself and being part of this movement is important right i i totally hear that the one thing i do want to say though is if there are folks out there who are second guessing this current state and rebellion then i will i expect you to never wear a zapata shirt or a Pancho Villa shirt. Like, you have zero business doing that. <laughs> zero. Right? Yeah. Don't don't come with your Che Guevara hat when you're dissing on people for... Right? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You have zero mm-hmm. business. No. But speaking of hats and shirts and all things accessory, um, our que hay de nuevo this week, now that we've got some of the anger out. <gasps> That we need to take a breath or something. <sighs> we will. <laughs> well, you know, nowadays it's not as easy to take a breath as it used to be. We have to be six feet apart. We have to wear masks. And that's our new accessory. That's our que hay de nuevo. We have a new <laughs> accessory. <laughs> our yes. mask is a new damn accessory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you, but I have seen ads now infiltrating all of my social medias of different MLB, NFL, different teams. I even, I I did. I even got on the bandwagon with one mask that was Golden Girls referenced. (laughs) And it says, picture it, quarantine 2020. And it's Sophia on the mask. And you are so kind as to also purchase some for me because, you know, I love the Golden Girls more than most humans should. <laughs> so I, it's my favorite. And it's very well made. It has a filter, has the little nose pinchy thingy, so it fits well. It's got the adjustable ears. It's very well made. It's very well made um, and hilarious at the same time. But yeah, the mask. So what has your experience been? Like, have you been out in in town and just what has your, what are you seeing? So now that things have opened up a little bit, I have gone back into the office. I am the only one, not just in my office or our office, but I am the only one on our floor (laughs) at, at all in this building. But I still wear the mask, even though I, it's myself and then cleaning crew after I'm gone. 
I still wear my, my mask when I go to the office. In fact, I wear my mask most of the time when I'm out, unless I'm in my car and I'm done with my business, then I'll take it off because breathing in the desert in a hundred degree weather is difficult, right? But um, one thing I have noticed, so instead of at the corners, like folks selling oranges and bags or, you know, any kind of fruta, <laughs> there are now stands for masks around mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. And neon green, whatever NFL team that you can possibly think of, it, they're, and they're matchy-matchy to your clothes, like whole stands mm-hmm. out there of masks. Old Navy's got masks. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Victoria's Secret to start, like, <laughs> selling their defective bras with, like, a push-up mask <laughs> that you can adjust the straps. <laughs> Oh my god, those. Yes, yes. They're going to have like the pink across the front because yep. that's their branded whatever. Mm-hmm. Pink lingerie. It's going to be matchy matchy. You'll buy a shirt with the matching mask. I like it. I can see my mom doing that. She's very matchy. Dress Barn apparently is selling masks. Everybody has a mask. And yeah, it's it's intense. It's um, I did go to Target the other day. And they've sort of revamped their whole how you can walk into the store and, you know, all the things. And there was this lady and she was pissed. She was pissed because they made her put on a mask to go in the store, first of all. She was not having it. Causing a ruckus, yelling, saying all kinds of stuff. And she was with a younger girl, I'm assuming was her daughter, probably like 14 or 15. So embarrassed. Mom, why does it even matter? And she's wearing a mask, the kid. Mom, why? Mom, why does it even matter? And the mom's going on and on. Well, they're over here. These big box stores just think they can do whatever the hell they want. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, who cares, mom? She's like, I just want to go to Ross. And they can't even open because these big box stores. I'm like, lady, you don't even know what you're talking about. Ross is literally a big box store. What is wrong with you? Why are you having this conversation? It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole other thing. I had the interesting experience of uh, a friend of mine has, has two daughters, um, and one of them got invited back to her gymnastics class. The younger one did not, and it's right down the street from my house. And she was like, hey, uh, can I come by on this day because I have two hours to kill while my daughter's at gym? I was like, absolutely, come by. So we, we hung out in the front yard and talked and did all the things that talked about all the things happening in the world. And so then the next week she's like, Hey, I'm not going to come by because I have my younger daughter. And then we start talking about it. She's like, well, what do you think about a play date? And so we set down all these rules, right? Cause she's my daughter's age too. set down all these rules, but they're going to wear masks. We'll only be outside. They can, you know, these are, we'll talk to them both beforehand and make sure girl, that was a train wreck. So the, (laughs) the, these are two kids two children with two adults supervising them closely trying to wear masks the thought of children having to go back to school wearing masks is a (laughs) disaster it is a joke like that cannot happen it cannot happen oh i yeah i want pictures of that dog on it i mean not for public i get it understand but um the other day in a legislative meeting that was being held online which by the way was a hot (laughs) motherfucker of a mess why cat 
the feedback is it <laughs> first oh i mm, mm, you have i highly recommend for entertainment purposes if you will to go and watch this if you can and any any body of uh legislators or public <laughs> officials who are attempting to do this virtually who are over the age of 50 and are not as technologically savvy mm-hmm. trying to navigate i'm not making fun of you our lovely legislators who might be listening i'm only <laughs> slightly making fun of you our lovely legislators who are listening because there's one person who doesn't know how to use their mute button and it almost verbatim <laughs> it sounds like they're drinking from a straw like <laughs> Oh, someone please text her so that she just puts that on mute because she might say something that has no business being out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. it was Did, fun. Is it but, uh, like my mom, when we were doing family Zoom calls, every time she would talk, she would lean into the camera <laughs> as though trying to gap the actual distance between people with her voice. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on this particular legislative meeting, every every person in a particular party, whenever they had a question to ask about budget issues, made it a point to say, and this is getting to your point about the two kids playing and they have no business going back to school, made it a point to say, our kids need to go back to school, reopen the schools as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a, you think this meeting is a hot mess? That's going to be a hot mess. It, you know what, if you have not been in a kindergarten classroom other than as a student or to like the little play or program for your own children, I'm telling you right now, you have to say things as a human that should not have to be said, <laughs> like don't lick the scissors because you're going to cut your tongue or... um take the glue stick out of her hair because you know I, so masks is just asking for it like they're going to be used as slingshots they're going to be it, it's not good it's not good they're going to fall on the floor oh nearly flush in the toilet yep. yes oh that's it's bad and that's just teenagers <laughs> yes <laughs> it's not good there are some masks that I have seen because it's Gay Pride Month. Is it? Every month is Gay Pride Month in my house. <laughs> so I saw some online for Gay Pride Month. They're um, masks that say on the front, Gay AF, Daddy, Come Whore. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding. Wow. Where's that to church? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. The, the church of the... <laughs> illicit business maybe but yeah and these are designer masks like they're from a designer a a queer designer company and they happen to be featured in out magazine for their like pride memorabilia that you can wear on your face i guess that's hilarious i love that wow well you can make a statement now. There's all like you said, there is no limit to what you can get on a mask. I saw some some of my familias actually making and selling masks because they're awesome seamstresses with 
the Virgen, with the Zia symbol, with Chile, with like you name it, you can get a mask with the design. Before you know it, because we know that COVID's not going to go away anytime soon, Pinchirona, but mm-hmm. before you know it, we are going to, if not buy a shirt and get your mask free, you are going to mm-hmm. have masks that match your stuff in your in your closet, which for those of us who are trend illiterate, it I've just been wearing blue and purple masks occasionally with the Sophia mask, but it doesn't match. It doesn't have any cute design on it. They were given to to me by a friend in Albuquerque. And what, you know, I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. But there are going to be mm-hmm. some people who care that it matches. Gucci's going to have one that matches your purse. I am sure it's going to mm-hmm. be a thing. It, it is, I, I think. And I think you're right. I'm I'm still very much in the phase of like, I'm not going to invest all crazy because, you know, I don't know how long we're going to have to do this. But now it's looking like, yeah, I'm not going to have to really think of it as an accessory versus a necessity mm-hmm. yeah there you have it have you seen anything else i mean i have seen disney masks and dunkin donuts even has masks oh get this what oh yeah they have them that has like the sprinkles on them that look like donuts under armor the the clothes that they make like athletic wear shoes socks chones all the things they had face masks for athletes they sold out in less than an hour what seriously wow why are they for athletes like what they make you run faster because i need one of those i i don't know i didn't read but (laughs) i didn't i didn't read all of the the articles around it but i did see like five headlines about under armor masks selling out in an hour and my guess my best guess is that they're breathable for athletes because let's face it when you wear a mask it's not supposed it's not made for you to have easy access to oxygen it's made for you right. to keep your your saliva and your mocos and everything in one place like you're you're wearing your mask to keep others if, assuming you're asymptomatic to keep others from catching it right it's not necessarily the intent for you to keep yourself unless you have mm-hmm. like those surgical n95 masks right so they're they're kind of hard to breathe like you can't go it running with it yeah, no, the first, uh, really, the day, the first day my daughter had to wear one, she was, I mean, yeah, she's bien dramatica as it is, so <laughs> you can imagine, I can't, mom, I can't. <gasps> I'm like, Vader, calm down, <laughs> relax, and I finally had to be like, if you want to play with a friend, if you want to go leave the house, you have to wear a mask, and if you don't, cool, but those are your choices. And she's like, fine. And it helped that we got her some made that are actually kid size because I was trying to just have her wear one of the ones that I had in the house. And okay, fine. Not so the best idea. Are you uh, are you investing in some that are cutesy so that she's inclined to wear them? Like, it has the frozen chicks. No, did you hear me? I threatened her. Do you want to have fun or wear them? Like, not wear the mask. It's up to you. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it might make things a little bit better if there's something on there that's cute and fun or whatever. That's true. Mm, fine. She might need an LA Dodgers mask. I'm just saying. Really? I'm just putting that out there. No. She doesn't like that. Number 42, Jackie Robinson. She doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> 
You should give her a lesson. already checked in their own back order. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, love, yo. That's love. Right? Good job. Aw. One of the things that I saw, and I had to send it to you because I thought it was hilarious, House of Chingasos has this shirt that's like <laughs> the Tapatio um, Chile bottle. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's got the dude on there and he's wearing a mask and it says, Tapete la pinche boca. <laughs> 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 At least we're getting yes. creative with what's going yeah, on with COVID for sure. Definitely. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> People are... Yeah, people are being very innovative. Businesses have had to be very innovative. Um, and this is just another way, you know. It's it's good. I love it. I love it. We got to, again, the silver linings like we talked about last time. Are you going to, so at least in our states, um, as in some other states, they're allowing for um, businesses, like restaurants to be open at a certain percentage of capacity. Are you ready to go out and eat yet? If I don't ever leave my house again, I will be happy. So, no. (laughs) You know I have anxiety already. This has just validated all that shit for me. I'm like, see, I told Mm y'all. Be home. I'm going to be here. I can work from home. I can order food and it will be delivered. I can roll up to the curb and they will bring me my shit. This is how we should all be living forever. (laughs) There's nothing that you miss about being social, movie theaters, gyms eros video i don't know wow no uh i've never actually been to eros just put that out there um i let me think you know what i do i do love a good patio bar i love a good let's sit outside and have some drinks and people watch and shoot the shit i do miss that not going to lie. Do you miss traveling? I do. I do miss traveling also. Not necessarily um, for work. Although I was getting to see some cool cities and meet some really great people. Um, but I do miss traveling too. Especially, you know, with the family, being at the beach, whatever. I do miss that. I do miss that for sure. What about you? What do you miss... I do miss traveling. There's, yeah. There was something about, and I don't do it often. It's not like I'm, you know, a jet setter or anything. I have been traveling for work. I miss going up to our Albuquerque office. I miss going up north to see people and colleagues that I work with. Um, but, you know, all in good time. And we'll do it mm-hmm. with beautiful accessories, sequined yeah. masks, matching my beautiful handbag. Sequin, yeah. Whatever, mm-hmm. don't judge me. And your high heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I was talking to a person from work the other day, and she's in New York, and oh, we were just talking, and, and she was being real. And she's like, man, I really enjoy talking to you. If you when, Next time you come to New York. And then she got really quiet for a minute, and she's like, girl, don't come to New York. Do not come to New York. That <laughs> <laughs> was really sad. But... Yeah, I don't know that we're going to be doing that kind of traveling for, for a while. Unfortunately, we our work is very understanding and very supportive of keeping people safe and all of that. And so we're, we're being really responsible and responsive to that. Amen. That's, <sighs> yeah. that's certainly something that I am deeply appreciative of. 
Mm-hmm. This has been our quinceañera, our <gasps> episodio quince of the Pocha podcast. And Charlene, I had to take a big swallow there. Oh, that sounded bad. Charlene. Wow. Where can people find us? <laughs> Currently at our houses. No. <laughs> um, we are on all the things. We're on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Um I love it when people message us. It makes my life so happy. We've sent a few people some stickers, uh, and and one of one of them has posted. Our dear friend Lawrence Nova Sol has posted a, a sticker on his guitar of all things, which is just showing the love. Like that's mad love. Aww. So, show us where you um, post your sticker. Yeah, show us your stickers, and um, we'll send you beads. Not really. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> flashes for beads that has been cancelled until further notice it is cancelled mm. I actually do have to make another sticker run so that's a reminder to get some stickers made <laughs> I like it good job Kat thank you for uh, being angry with me and letting me um, sort of get all that off my chest every this needs some space and some really digging deep into it to explore that and get it out there find new ways to have conversations with their family and friends and sometimes find new ways to cut ties with some of those people who are mm-hmm. not willing willing to change a little bit learn a little mm-hmm. bit read a little bit open their mind a little bit mm-hmm. and for us to do some some of our own learning the more we learn the better allies to people, to humans, we will be to ourselves, to our kids, to absolutely. So we need to continue. This is not something we need to snooze on. This is not something we're we're going to let pass. This is not a land Mm-mm. of mañana for. This is now. This is we're picking this up and go and moving and taking. It no, to the this next is level. the new way. It's the new way. It has to be. We have to break the cycle. It's got to be done now. This 100%. is it. Yep. Hundred percent. And this is also uh, the new episode of the Pocha Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. We'll catch you on the flip side.